that movie was where <laughs> you went in, your dreams were dead in that, that theater pretty much. Uh, I have no idea what I'm going on about. But... I want to play a game. Here's Johnny! Welcome to my world, bitch. Hi, I'm Chucky, and I'm your friend to the end. Heidi ho <laughs> And when you're down here with me, you won't fall! You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, everybody. To Friday the Fourteenth podcast, I'm one of your hosts, the most that one Franco. I'm another one of your hosts, Mr. Fuentes. I'm that other host, the bad guy Nick H. Stage silent. And I'm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say the H was silent? Yes. Nick. Okay, cool. That's dope. I'm sorry. Anyways, guys, I'm your last host, uh, Manny Fresh. Um, so 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 happy to be back. I'm so sorry, Nick. That made me laugh. Okay, forgive me. I'm sorry. I'll never pronounce the H again. Yeah, I'm very sorry, Nick. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's technically silent. His last name. You hear it? Yeah, that is. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense, kind of. <laughs> that doesn't make a lot of sense. Um. Anyways, we hope you're having a fantastic week, fantastic mm-hmm. month. It is now May, and uh, we're going back to bi-weekly podcasts which means after this episode you'll catch another podcast in two weeks so we're back to that platform boo. hope you had a good boo. Uh, boo. oh sorry go ahead hope you had a good and safe quarantine month um there's other states that are opening up and all that shit so i don't know if your state's one of them if your state's one of them uh be be careful be safe and everything if your state is not then let's start podcasting enjoy uh, yourself in quarantine today we're reviewing nightmare cinema which is I believe a Shutter exclusive again because we love Shutter. Just ride that Shutter cock. Uh, you want to jump right into it? Oh, I talk about yeah. I talk about you know penal things and you want to jump right into it. I get you. I get you. It always uh, goes up in the ratings. Like your penal. Yeah, let's get right into it. All right. Uh, all right. This movie had five directors. Mm. Alejandro Burgos. I didn't say pronounce it. No, Bruges. Joe Dante, Mick Garris, Ryu Kitamura, and David Slade. Uh, Manny, you're usually the one who knows all the movies. You want to say who these guys have directed for? Um, yeah, you know what? I'm kind of freaking out here. Um, the only name that sounds familiar to me, though, in this is David Slade. But I could be wrong because it sounds like David Spade. Oh, Joe Dirt? Dante! Hold on. Joe Dante. Yeah. Joe, Dante. Joe Dante did Gremlins. I know that name. There you go. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. I can't. Oh, my. I'm choking. Uh, Joe Dante did do good. And Small Soldiers. No wonder. Um, That's all I care about at this point. <laughs> the guy who did uh, Gremlins and Small Soldiers. We're now reviewing uh, <clears throat> Small Soldiers today. We're changing the movie for that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, anyway. If you didn't watch it, you're screwed. Okay. Anyways. So, it starts off in a small town. I'm just kidding. A toy store. Organites. I'm just playing around. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a joke. I'm no, sorry. no, continue. Continue. No, no, no. It's okay. I don't want to. I'm scared. I'm, I, I, you're letting me talk too long. I'm getting nervous. This brown creature. What, what do you mean? He always <laughs> comes out. It's a podcast. <laughs> um, but uh, we're not doing small soldiers, guys. But what's it called? We're really happy to be back, though. I know that Frank already said it, but um, 
At the same time, we hope that those of you who may still be in quarantine uh, are doing okay. And we hope that everything goes back to normal eventually because life's just weird right now. And no movie theaters are open. So I'm upset. And that's why we're doing movie podcast reviews so y'all can watch more movies on Shutter. Why are closed inside? Shut it in. Shut mm-hmm. it in with Shutter. Mm. <laughs> Go download Shutter. Shutter, sponsor us. Use the code Shutter in for 30 days. Please sponsor us, Shutter. We're not playing around anymore. Please. We already shouted at you out way too many times. <laughs> <laughs> Needs to send out a free so, t-shirt. <laughs> uh, this film, I only put down one uh, cast and crew member. Uh, the only important one, Mickey Rourke. That's all you need to know. Yep. And he Iron is the projectionist. Uh, with a lot of um, lot, a lot of makeup. A lot of, yeah, I was going to try to write down like all the different him. names for all the different characters. But it's just, it's five mini-movies inside one movie. And it's just too many characters to really kind of keep up with. Yeah, it's an yeah. anthology. Uh, there's five different movies. One of them's A Thing in the Woods. Second one's Mirare. Mirare. Third one is Mashit. Thought that was a funny one. A uh, funny name. The fourth one is This Way to Egress. And the fifth one is Dead. The synopsis is as read on Shudder. In this twisted horror anthology, five strangers are drawn to an abandoned theater and forced to watch their deepest and darkest fears play out before them. Lurking in the shadows is the projectionist, who preys upon their souls with his collection of disturbing films. As each reel spins its sinister role, sinister tell, the characters find frightening parallels to their own lives. Dot, dot, dot. Which was interesting to me. I was trying to like figure out how each movie like reflected the person's life like you know you have to imagine this is one of their nightmares so like starting off from the first one did this girl just have like an alien invasion like fear like that was her real fear anyway go ahead franco sorry oh no that, that's fine we could uh get into each one break down what it is um the first one was uh i guess like um they're in the woods and they have like an alien invasion type thing going on first show's running from a slasher Guy. Yeah, it gave it gave and you a real um, like Friday the Thirteenth kind of feel, like when the very beginning of it, like yeah, with the yellow shirt and everything. Yeah, you're like thinking it was some kind of like knockoff Jason, basically chasing these people around, and your normal slasher flick. You flick. You got the attractive girl running around in blood, screaming killer. Big tits. Big big ones. Um, I actually enjoyed the first one a lot. Uh, but I don't think we're getting into what we enjoy right now. <laughs> nah, uh, Mirare was about... I can't remember that one. Is that one about the plastic surgery? Yeah, that's surgery? the plastic surgery yes, one. Yes, I believe so. All right, mm-hmm. so we want to break that one down or talk about it? Uh, yeah, so basically this uh, this lady, uh, she's um, she has like a, a bad kind of scar on her face. It doesn't really, I don't think it ever really talks about how she got the scar, but it looks like it's uh, some kind of like burn. Like she got burned. It was a, it was a car accident when she was two. Okay. So she got into a car accident and it messed up part, part of her face. And she's with like a fairly attractive guy who um, seems to be really interested in her. And she's really self-conscious about um, her face kind of being disfigured a bit. And so the um, boyfriend convinces her, because um, it seems like he has money, convinces her that he'll pay for her plastic surgery if she wants to go get it, like, 
uh, fixed up so she can feel better about herself, basically. So it kind of seems like it's coming from a, a good place whenever this guy's talking to her. Uh, but then whenever she gets into the plastic surgeon place, um, it seems that things aren't as they seem. Each of these stories have a different director. The first one, The Thing in the Woods, was directed by Alejandro Brugues. second one, Marare, was directed by Joe Dante. The third one, called Machit, was directed by Ryuhu Katamura. And uh, this one was pretty much about a priest. Um, what's that movie called? Grindhouse, is it? Grindhouse, I think. It was like very Grindhouse-esque. Grindhouse meets priest. Hmm. And uh, it's pretty much about a, a demon named Machit, which I, I, I think that's just a funny name. I don't know if that's a real demon or what. If it is, then, you know, don't come after me, but still. That's my um, shit. <laughs> yeah. that's my sh- he uh, goes after kids Ooh, and uh, <laughs> goes after kids and priests who have committed uh, incest, I believe they said, or some type of shit like that. And um, it was very like grindhouse esque. It was like a whole bunch of gore in this movie, in this uh, yeah. film. Yep. Uh, the fourth one was This Way to Egress, directed by David Slade. Uh, this one was more about a like uh, post-apocalyptic, I guess. Or... No, nah, man, that one was the most weirdest uh, one. The... So basically, this chick's like having like a mental breakdown in a sense, and as she's having this uh-huh. mental breakdown, the world around her is like changing to her perspective of like the breakdown in a sense. So everything starts decaying in a sense around her, and it's almost like she's in a different dimension at some point. The fifth final one was uh, Dead, directed by Mick Garris. It was pretty much about a, a pianist. Uh, a young penist? prodigy pianist who... Pianist. A yeah. penist. Penis. Penis. Penist. Penis. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Uh, his parents get shot and killed, and uh, he gets shot by a robber. And uh, he pretty much sees dead people when he comes back to life after being dead for 17 minutes. That one was probably my favorite one, along with the thing in the woods, uh, close second. Honestly, I mean, the my, only one I didn't my, like my was... My favorite one was the thing in the woods. The only one I didn't really like is Mir, Mirani, Mirani, the one with Joe Dante as the director. The other four I, I did enjoy, honestly. Wait, there's four in all, right? There's five. five. There's five in all. Okay, so the first one was the thing in the woods, right? The second mm-hmm. one was the, the girl with the cosmetic... Mm-hmm. The third one was the, the priest. Um, the priest. The fourth one was what? Uh, it was that. Oh yeah, the lady that was tripping. Yeah, the lady. The lady that was yeah, tripping. she was tripping. And the fifth one tripping was balls. That. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't really like the second and third ones. Like, I get the the priest thing was grindhouse ish, but like, uh, I I, th- I saw the priest get stabbed too many times for it to be believable, and I was kind of like, uh, that kind of threw it off for me. <laughs> That that one was I don't know I like I like the ending of that one no, it was no, really no. good. I'm not dogging I'm not dogging on it or anything. It had like a really like uh like the vibe and everything was there. It's just that like when it got to like him being stabbed so many times, I was like, Ugh, why did you, come on? Yeah, no, I understand. I I saw but, the same stuff whenever they kept slashing up uh the nun lady, and I was like, oh man, yeah. like that that many cuts to the arm like you're not even like holding shit anymore yeah if they had just maybe like changed the factor on that i would have been like okay yeah not not uh not too crazy but i guess they were just going for like a i guess it was just the way it was directed to you know what i mean so yeah i can't knock it completely because of that um but no the second one to me was kind of the 
it was just plastic surgery. Like that was like, I guess yeah, it's it's projecting everybody's nightmares, but that wasn't really scary to me. You know what I mean? Like it was kind of like, eh. yeah, the, it probably could have been replaced with a different movie. Sorry, Joe Dante. Yeah, not that you can't don't make good movies. It's just that one wasn't all bad. I think the order of everything um, was kind of messed up. I think they, if they, it shouldn't have ended with dead. I think it should have ended with like a, a more higher note. Like, um, I would have been fine with the ending with uh, this way to egress because, like, that little ocean balls. I would have been fine with the ending that way. Yeah. And uh, or even the thing in the woods. If it started off with like my shit and then went to uh, the ending was like the thing in the woods. I didn't go ended like that. No, nah, if you started off with my shit, half the people would have turned it off as soon as they saw priests killing kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's true. They kind of had to make that the middle one in order for people to be like, "Oh, well, I'm already too indulged." Kids. They like had to like any. Honestly, I think they did it perfect because like things in the woods kind of had a comical tone to it. Like mm-hmm. it kind of get lightened you up for what like the movie in a sense, and then you get to the other yeah. one, which kind of like is a more serious, pretty much the whole all the way through. Um, my shit was pretty serious, but I want to say like by the end of it, like it was comical, like the way they were like, yeah. like it it doesn't it, it's not funny that he's killing kids, but it was comical in the way that he was fighting the kids. In, in yeah. a way, yeah, it's it, exactly. It, it, at first, I was like, "Oh, it's messed up that he's killing kids," but then I'm like, "But they're demon kids." Yeah. So like, I'm okay. It's with like that. children of the like, corn. Cool. Like, kill the you know. Yeah. Hell, hell yeah, man. I, I take on Malachi, Zachariah. I take on all of them. I don't <laughs> care. I'll fight them. I'll fight those kids. I don't care. Yeah. Catch me. You hear that, children of the corn? If you're listening to this, I will fight y'all. I don't care. Cornfields only scare me because Jeepers Creepers, not y'all. I will fight y'all. I will fight y'all. There you go. I called him out. I want to see Except for you won't fight him whenever it's uh, 2024 when Jeepers Creepers comes back. Yeah, no, I won't. I won't fight him. Nope. I'm gonna stay inside. They could uh, kill whoever they want of those. Maybe they can help him. Maybe they'll kill people and he'll just eat those people. And in that or, case, then I gotta hug him because they saved, you know, humanity. But maybe um, creeper, the creeper would uh, kill the children. Yeah, maybe he'll just eat them. He's like, oh, you know what? I'm I'm pretty stuck. These kids seem pretty demonic, so I'm I'm good. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna, you know, I'm actually turning early. I had a whole 23 days, but you know what? I'm I'm tired. I'm I'm full. <laughs> uh, you have a favorite uh, film, Nick, or least favorite? Um, I like that one. That was a good one too. Yeah, pretty <laughs> all shit. <laughs> straight up, straight up shit. <laughs> Wasting my time. Damn. No, um. Like that. The one, the one we heard, couple, the that were like pretty much all favorites were the the one with the the pianist. That's probably my favorite one. Penis, penis, oh, yes, the, the one dead, penis, the, the, the penis, the the penis, penis. Oh. Um, least favorite, um, probably has to be the the plastic surgery one. Least favorite for me. Yeah, no one likes plastic surgery over here. No one. Joe Dante, you fucked I just, up. I feel like it's not that like it's not that scary. It's just like whatever. <laughs> okay, like you made a mistake. End of that's you get. You know, I feel like that was uh what's it called's nightmare. Mm-hmm. That was uh Mickey Rourke's nightmare. <laughs> that was that was it. That was for him to sit through, not anybody else. Joe Dante was like, wait, I gotta be in this movie. Oh hell no, you put Mickey Rourke. Okay, I got you. <laughs> and he's like, just makes one mocking plastic surgery, and Mickey Rourke's kind of like, all right, I see how it is. I quit. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, you can't. You need the money. Yeah, you're right. I gotta stay. Uh, they're never bringing back Whiplash in the MCU, so I, I can use the money. 
Um, I guess we got through favorite <laughs> and least favorite. I'm gonna count scenes because this movie. I picked this movie, and I'm so sorry I made y'all sit through it because it was like two hours. No, it's and, fine. Um, it's fine. We just hate you. To me, I just didn't like this movie. Yeah, don't let it happen. Again. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. We'll vote you off time. the island, Franco. I don't care if you started this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're not. We're not upset with you, Franco. We're just disappointed. Wow. wow. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I will be honest with you, bro. The one that tripped me out the most is the mother who was tripping. That whole episode was like, damn, bro. Like, am I okay? Dude, uh, that was probably like, am I tripping? That's probably close like, to my favorite one just because of the the effects, like, like how yeah. that was made. Like, David Slade did a really good job directing it, I think. Like, it was, I guess we, it was really well, it was really well put together. Even though I didn't really, even though I didn't really understand how it ended. <laughs> the reason the reason I love the first uh, one so much is because like it was so cool how you're seeing these kids being attacked by a slasher and at the end there's a twist where it turns out the slasher is really one of them and it's like he noticed that everybody else got infected so he's just killing them because he needs to stop the yeah. spread of this vi- this uh yeah and I thought that was a cool way of like flipping the script on that and I was like oh shoot you know I went from like oh my gosh kick his ass to like oh no kill them. You yeah, know what I mean? like I went from like, yo, kill him to like, oh, oh, no, 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 like you're doing the right thing. So I thought that was uh, the the scene where the girl's head split open and the thing popped out. That was really like, whoa, that's ugly. It was cool though. I like that. I like um effects like that. So I th- that that one that one's why I like that one the most. Uh, the I re- uh, whenever uh, yeah, whenever the he like falls down and the girl's about to kill him. And he, like, takes off his mask. He's like, wait, 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 wait. You don't remember me? I was like, come on, bro. Just take your death like a real man. Stop being a bitch. And then, like, then you realize, well, everything you said, that it's, like, he does the backstory. And then you're like, oh, oh, shit. Oh, you're the good guy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Let him talk. Just like, (laughs) at first I was like, man, this fucking guy. Fucking pussy. Yeah, I was like, just kill him. Just kill him! And then I was like, whoa, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. <laughs> kill her! Kill her! Yeah, so it was like a switch like that, man. So I like that about that. The pianist, um, or penis, um, penis, that one was one of my favorites. That one was one of my favorites, too, because it was like, I guess it was just real depressing. And what made me mad is that the killer, like, comes back. Like, that made me so mad. Like, he's about to kill this kid again. I'm like, no, this is not fair. That's that killer. Kill the entire family. He didn't care about the freaking cameras in the hospital. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, no, he didn't. He was just like, yo, uh, cameras? No, no thanks. You know what that... That's a movie. There's no cameras. You know what that reminded me of uh, for the killer going to the hospital was like Halloween 2, the original? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah, I feel you on that one. Um, speaking of like a... It's crazy because I'm on IMDb right now looking up the movie. And uh, the movies that say more like this are movies that we've already covered. Like, there's Satanic Panic, Kant. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. It's all because it's on uh, Shudder. Shudder exclusive. Yeah, hey, Shudder. Hey, Shudder. Hey, Shudder. Hey, Shudder. Shudder. It's us again. Your favorite people. We'll kiss We're your butt cheeks. Now we'll ki- I'll kiss them. I don't even care, Shudder. Put them in my face. And I'll just... Boom. Won't even question it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Shudder, for everything that we're saying right now. <laughs> I'm not. They like the dirty talk. <laughs> I'm, 
I'm not. I'm not. I will kiss Shutter's butt cheeks. I'm not. Sorry. I'll kiss him and I won't care. No, oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, I'm no, I'm just kidding, Shutter. I mean, well, yeah, if you if you want to sponsor us, that'd be great. Um, oh, I wanted to mention something because we're talking about killers and stuff. Uh I started watching this show on um on uh on Fox, what's available through Hulu. It's called Prodigal Son. It has Jesus from The Walking Dead, Tom Payne, the guy who plays him. And it's about like uh uh the son of a serial killer who uh grows up to become a criminal profiler and how he kinda uses his dad's uh uh kinda uses his dad to help him solve some of the cases. But I thought that was pretty cool. That's what like the whole like the killer going back into the hospital. It reminded me of one of the episodes I saw recently where another one of the killers where his father's staying in that like penitentiary, um or that like the asylum or whatever. Uh, it gets loose, but I just thought I'd give that a shout out. If uh, you're watching and need something to watch, definitely go check out Prodigal Son. Uh, all 18 available episodes, there should be 19 now because it just came back, are on the Hulu app if y'all have Hulu. For those of you who are listening and love serial killers like I do. Well, not personally love them. I got to correct myself. I love... I like He likes making love to serial killers. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to say that because then people are going to be like, yo, this dude's sick. And I'm like, no, you don't want to let me explain myself. No, everybody jump him. He's fat. Oh, man. He has a poster of Ted Bundy on his wall. No, dude. It's Zach Efron that's Ted yeah, it's, it's, it's on his Ted wall. It's the same person. <laughs> Nike. Dang. Jeffrey Dahmer as well. Ross Lynch. No, no. Jeffrey Dahmer is very... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's Ross Lynch. It's an Austin and Alley poster. <laughs> Thank you for saving me. Thank you for saving me with that, Nick. Yeah, it's a Ross. It's a Je- actually, it's Jeremy Renner. It's Jeremy Renner's Dahmer. So, you know, he was Hawkeye. You can't get mad at me on that. He also yeah, loves so, uh, John Wayne Gacy. Has a picture of the clowns. Um, the no. Terrifier. No, he's talking about American Horror Story. I have that picture of uh, the whole cast of that one season. Uh I think it was Hotel. There you go. So, I don't know what you're talking about, Franco. Hotel? You mean Freak <laughs> Show? No, it, the one with John Wayne Gacy is, uh, isn't it Hotel? That's where he comes out. John oh, I thought, Gacy, talking, I thought you were talking about Ramirez. the clown. No, no, no. I was talking about John Wayne Gacy. He actually comes out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we did enough stalling. I wanted to get into a creative slogan. The slogan for yeah. this movie was, when the lights go down, your time is up. That's their slogan. Anybody want to go first? Yeah, that's their slogan. Um, I have one that I think is pretty good. Um, movies that put you to sleep permanently. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Gosh. I got when your name shines bright, get ready to die. Mm. Oh, wow. Because uh, they always have the names on the. Uh, where they put, you know, coming soon to the theater. I like that. I got, I got one. I got one. <clears throat> Fix your face. If you work. There you go. Like that one? Yeah. That's, 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 one. That's, that's the winner right there. Good job, Franco. Go. I mean, not Franco. Go. Good job, Manny. <laughs> that's, it's cool. You can, you can give somebody else the credit. That's cool. I Sorry. do good job, Sue. Yeah, hand jobs. No, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, Damn. Oh, okay. Not wrong. Get into this one? Oh my gosh. Okay, we're gonna get into this. One. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nick, you got something, bro? You got what do you got for us? What do you got for us? What you got cooking in the Nick kitchen? 
Uh, yeah. uh, that's a perfect one. To fuck up. <laughs> I can't really think of one actually. What the hell? It's just terrible. Terrible. Come on, whatever comes really, really, to really, you, just let your mouth do the talking. That um, your mouth isn't working very well. <laughs> how can it work well doc, for trash? Doc, doc. <laughs> We'll come back to you, man. We'll get right into the ratings. That's what you should. You should come back to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> this movie, what the hell? Who gave me the job to come up with the like <laughs> slogan for it? And Nick, Nick was like, "Yo, uh, the title of this movie is screwed." Uh, give wasted two hours. Never gonna see a wasted again. two hours. That's a great <laughs> slogan. <laughs> What, what's your rating, Nick? What's your rating? What's the rating? It's, uh, it's two and a half. Two and a half machetes? And then dentrails. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I give this movie two. Uh, I give it a two and a half as well. And I give it a two. So 2.25. It's not rewatchable at all. I enjoyed it. I just... Uh, Is that what we're doing? I don't think I'd watch it again, honestly. Not on my own time. Yeah, it's not something exactly. That's the thing. I agree with you on that statement. Like the first movie was pretty good. Honestly, I'd probably watch just the movies individually, just because, like, they were. Yeah, they were like short films. Yeah, if they were just like little short films, just to watch like twenty minuteers. Like, I'd probably rewatch the Things in the Woods or This Way to Ergus. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Uh, But as a whole movie, no, I don't think I'll watch it again. Two hours too long. Let's go to sleep. sleep. Well, like. I kind of um, wanted to also get into like y'all's theories of like how each one ended and what the meanings of a lot of them were. It was uh, to make a C-list movie that would never be rewatchable, and Mickey Rourke did his worst acting <laughs> ever. Actually, let me take that back. Mickey Rourke didn't do that bad. He actually did. Pretty I think good. he did pretty good. Yeah, no, I'm just dogging on Mickey Rourke. I don't think it, I don't I don't hate the guy. You just say well, his face. The one that I find most, uh, I guess, not yeah. most interesting. Each movie had its own like pretty good conclusion. Like it made. It made sense. Now, if you're trying to compare to the movie with each person that walked into the theater, like some of that didn't make sense because I was like, obviously, first girl was going through like some kind of breakup or something like a guy. Yeah. She didn't really something was going on. So I'm not really sure how the whole invasion of spiders and friend killing everyone comes into that unless she felt like maybe the guy that she was with was an alien the whole time. Like it was a person he didn't know i agree with you on that man that's really good to look into the fact that this is called nightmare cinema because it's projecting the nightmares of the people that walk into this theater and then we got that kind of feels like maybe the director messed up completely. yeah like i i don't know i just feel like and that's the whole thing too there's five directors like each one for each mini film so whoever was the in charge of the whole projectionist side and the people walking into the theater part of directing i don't think they led everything in too well which I don't know who directed that those parts, per se. I think I read somewhere that it was um, Mickey Garris or something. He's the one who did the the rest of the links to, of everyone, or Mick. But yeah, so like the first one didn't really make sense. The second one made sense to me for the most part. Um, she obviously had fears of plastic surgery stuff, and she didn't know why her boyfriend, who she was clearly making out with before she went into that theater, was even with her. And so that one makes yeah. sense. Um, yeah. The machete, like, you know, the priest could have been some kind of pedophile or something. 
and really doing that stuff. And that was his like getting caught. Maybe not by people, but even by supernatural forces are catching him, you know, because he is a priest. So he probably believes in, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not redemption, but um, the opposite of that. Like, basically, repercussions for his actions. This way to Ergus was a really weird one to me. uh, Because even by the end, the whole thing kind of made sense, I guess, for the most part. Because, like, she... She kind of went in there, and she it didn't really say this, but like throughout the whole movie thing, it kind of contemplated her committing, thinking about suicide the whole time. Um, but I don't know how yeah. the her thinking yeah. about suicide has to do with her like losing her shit with reality. I guess that's kind of what the idea of the movie was: is that she was like she wasn't she wasn't there anymore. Like basically, her reality completely shifted. But maybe that's the idea that, you know, whenever you're in those mental mindsets that you're not, you don't feel like you're in your own skin. You don't feel like you're in your own reality. So maybe it's just a deeper meaning that's going over a lot of people's heads. I mean, she kills herself in the end anyway. But And then the last one, I don't have no qualms with the actual movie. I kind of liked how it ended where the killer kind of came back. Like, I kind of foresaw that, honestly. Like, I kind of seen it coming. Like, once he died, I was like, well, when he dies, he's just going to end up where everyone else that's been dead ends up. I understand that. The only part I don't really get is at the very end, the projectionist, Mickey, tries to like explain like what the whole theater really is, in a sense, and he kind of shows the kid, like these are all people whose souls have basically have been damned, and they have to stay here in the theater. They're not leaving. And he's like, basically, like, but you can leave. Like, basically, you're an innocent. You can leave. But what does that mean, though? Was the theater, like, purgatory in a sense? Where, like, that's the middle ground? If Like, everyone was already dead before they walked into the theater. Everyone already died before they went into the theater. And the last kid got, like, a second chance. Like, he got to run out of the theater and not be damned? Or is he, like, basically, is that hell? The theater is hell. And the kid accidentally stumbled into hell and basically he was like, oh, you don't belong here. Get out. Well, the projection told the kid that um, if you think you escape your future, then go ahead. So I think it was basically, you know, second chance, but it's going to keep happening over and over again. You're just going to end up the same way. Mm. You can't skip the outcome. Which is death. Yeah. That kind of makes sense since the last one's called Dead. And he's trying to escape death, I guess, in a sense. I'd be trying to escape Mickey working in that movie, man. <laughs> but it yeah. never, yeah, in the end, like, in the end, that's what I'm trying to question. Like, what are y'all's thought? What are y'all's <laughs> yeah. thoughts of, like, what the projectionist was? Uh, like, who was he symbolizing? Uh, to be honest with you, if he was somebody who's uh, leading these people into, I guess, would you say hell? Because what is he? I mean, he's showing them the, the worst nightmare, but the people that... Uh, the people that go there that aren't good with their soul, they stay stuck there. So I'm pretty sure everybody who walked in there before that kid, the pianist, um, the those penis. were souls that had already done wrong. So they were, yeah, the penis. pianist. Um, okay, all right. Um, the chode, the last one, the chode. Um, what's it called? Uh, so basically, what I feel in that case is that he's somewhat Satan. I mean, he's showing these people what they basically... He's giving them a nightmare, right? Their worst nightmare. But in reality, it's like your worst nightmare is being stuck here. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's 
I guess you would say like somewhat of eternal. Yeah, torture. no, I get what you're saying. Because uh, uh, he's just he's giving him he's giving him like a glimpse of like these really bad nightmares, right? Or like the thing they fear the most. But then he's like, oh, this is what you fear the most, but you're stuck in hell now. You know what I'm saying? Like that's nothing compared to where you're gonna spend eternity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's why a lot of them stayed stuck there in the theater. And then this last kid, he was kind of showing this kid like, well, you know, this could be your life. Uh, your nightmare could become true or what you deem as the worst could get even worse than that. Uh, but because I see that there's like no sin or not sin, but, but I see that you haven't strayed, you know, maybe he was straying a little bit and he's like, I'm just going to give you a glimpse of what could happen, you know, or like, uh, where you can head and then boom he lets him go you know so it could have been something like that if we're looking at it like at a biblical aspect i would say it's probably just like yeah, he's satan and he's showing these people what they hey, did wrong that makes you know, sense before they, yeah and that's the biblical aspect though. i mean then again the, the outside aspect of that is you know he is the projectionist but i kind of view it as like a, a turn on like like in according to the bible when when you die and you stand before god he shows you all that you've done. Yeah. You know what I mean? And judges you for it. You get what I'm saying? So in this case, if he's the projectionist, is he like that version of hell? Like Satan, but showing these people like, okay, this is your worst nightmare, right? But this is nothing in comparison to what you're going to experience. Well, then, I mean, in the sense of what, now in the sense of what you just you said, then saying? he's God. He's the guy that's showing everyone their sins and he's telling them either they're going to stay here or they're going to go there. So then he's not. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, I mean, yeah. That's what I was gonna say at first, but I was kind of like, oh, I kind of seem like a jerk though, so I don't want to. But yeah, in in the, in the case of like more explaining, it would be like God showing you like this is what, you know, you considered, but where you're headed now is much worse. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like this is the least of your problems. Like now you're yeah. eternally gonna be in torture. So yeah, that yeah that makes sense too. So. That's a bit. That's a more better way to put that in perspective. So, all right, I think we covered this movie pretty well. <laughs>
The segment's conclusion is ridiculous and unpleasantly sarcastic. Maybe Dante feels bad for Mickey Rourke's hard luck. That's the only thing I can agree with on this. Because that's what I said. Excuse me, sorry. What if uh, the director was throwing shots at Mickey Rourke's face? Other than that, you're stupid, shibby. Shibby, you're you're shitty. I hate shitty. Yeah, you know what? The only type of shibby I like to hear is Gibby. Gibby, because Gibby's cool. You, you suck. You, you know what? I don't care if you're a girl or a guy. Um, I'll fight you. I will fight you. I don't care. You're going on the list, Franco. You need to make a list on the on the website that we will eventually have. People, Manny's gonna fight, and it's just basic. Yeah, I'm fighting Shibby. The, the, the children of the corn, I got that. They're on the list as well. Um, You're expecting uh, too much of me making a website. I'm just the, the producer, man. Yeah, produce things, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to produce a website. Uh, hey, Nick, you want to produce a website? Yeah, I'm good. Fuck. Yeah. Hey, point is, you got the All right, man, I'll get you on some <laughs> fucking Foursquare or something. Hey. <laughs> we should just throw a banner on our uh, on our Facebook page and every... Every so often, add to the list list of people I want to fight. So, um, and every movie we every movie we review, I throw up a new person to fight. Gonna fight this guy. One of these reviewers <laughs> are gonna like find out yeah. who we are and actually come like down and try to fight us. Yeah, they're gonna be like the end of Jay inside the bomb like that. Basically, <laughs> where they spend all their money to fight everybody who talk trash about them. That shit was um, hilarious. Yeah, it's okay. But when they do, when they do, I'll be ready. All right, that was a review of Nightmare Cinema, uh, 2.25. It was, um, in my opinion, pure trash, not worth the two hours. But if you catch the short films on YouTube, then by by all means, go ahead and watch them. Uh, you want to start closing out? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, we are talking a lot of crap about this movie, but I didn't – honestly, I did enjoy it um, for the most part. And yeah. I don't hate Franco as much as I think I should. That's my closing yeah. statement. <laughs> uh, starting next week, this podcast will go back down to three people. It'll be the bad guy in the cage, <laughs> H. Silent, Manny Fresh, along with uh, me. Oh, damn it. Thank you. Return your, uh, your, your shirt that we never gave you. Damn it, that's my favorite shirt that I never had. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, shirt, the shirt that got away. Flip. Darn it. Poop. And what about my Friday the 14th thong? Um, uh, put down the washer, uh, bleach it with the Clorox, and then uh, send it to Manny. Oh, <laughs> kinky. I don't want a thong at all. No, don't send it back. It's a G-string, actually, but yeah. Uh, Manny, I don't Manny want either it. of those. Oh, yeah, we <laughs> oh, got talk about uh, the last two podcasts were pre-recorded, so we didn't get to talk about it, but we hope you all enjoy our new intro, outro, and uh, segment. Splits? Um, splits, yeah, I think so. Breaks? Uh, yeah, hope y'all hope y'all enjoyed those. Those will be going forward. We'll probably be changing the intros with different sounds every now and again whenever I get bored at home. So yeah, if you have a favorite sound, let me know and I'll probably put it in the intro one Hell day. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Uh yeah, we talked a lot of trash about this movie. Um, but it is I would say you could sit through it at least once. It's probably not one that you would recommend to a bunch of people to watch because I definitely wouldn't recommend it, but it's definitely worth the watching for what the directors could do with an anthology series, which I, I love anthology movies. Um, it, it was good. Um, uh, a few things I want to say before I tick off. We hope everybody's staying safe during this time. Uh, 
you know, if you have to wear a face mask, wear a face mask. If you have to stay inside, continue to stay inside. Um, and before I close off, I'm just going to say, you can find me on my socials. My Instagram is at MannyFresh18, and my Twitter is at Prodigal116. Um, and just thank y'all. You can go to our Facebook page, Friday the 14 Podcast, give it a like. You can follow us. We've noticed a spike. I've noticed a spike in our Instagram activity. Thank you all so much. Every single one of y'all has been following and liking our stuff. It means the world to us. One of the guys that worked on the on the on the makeup for Haunt like the photo oh. bars. So I thought that was really nice. freaking dope. Yeah. So that was like really cool. Um so that was dope. We, we thank each and every single one of you. We hope that you are listening and enjoying these podcasts. We hope it's a getaway from, you know, everything that's going on in the world right now. Um, and we appreciate every follow and every like, even every listen. So uh, <laughs> we, we discovered that. What? How many percentage of Ireland listeners do we have? Uh, 3%. Yeah. So if you're in Ireland, we thank you. Uh, that's pretty cool. I don't know why. I, just to hear that, like, our voices are being spread in Ireland. We most likely have the accents too, y'all. But um, that's dope, man. Um, definitely, this is in no way a racist remark, but I'm definitely pouring out a bowl of Lucky Charms for y'all. Thank you so much for listening to how the podcast. They, how, means the world. how do we that's, not that's take that racistly? I'm huh? just kidding. <laughs> you, just, you, just, you just don't. Are you being offended for somebody else? You don't get to be offended for Irish people. <laughs> they're, oh, they're kicking back like, they're kicking back like, Oh man, this guy's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, what'd you say? And then you're over here like, they don't, they don't like that. I'm actually eating a bowl of Lucky Charms right now. How do you? I mean, I, I don't know. I only and wake like, up my mornings like... with a cough, a coffee with Bailey's, and then in the afternoon a shot of Jameson, and then at night a pint of Guinness. So I mean, it's just how life is. <laughs> all right, all right, okay. He gets to be offended by Ireland. He can, he can, he can get mad for Ireland, but I'm not, I'm not saying be racist. I'm not trying to be racist. Also, Manny. Hey, Manny. What? He can't, he can't what? close out without your line. You got to say your line. Yo, guys, dude, my Instagram is Manny Fresh. Uh, <laughs> that's fresh with the PH. Let's try to keep this shit balanced. Thank you so much. I that's just want to know your fans only page. Keep this shit balanced. Your only fans. Yeah. Yeah. Join my OnlyFans. Uh, guys, it means the world to me. I basically get on there and look at you for like an hour. It's pretty cool. We just get to stare at each other awkwardly like that DJ Khaled meme. But it's so worth it. Um, I definitely want to look at y'all awkwardly for an hour. Um, they would mean the world to me. If you just join my OnlyFans, you could find it at uh, thisdoesn'tfuckingexist.com. It's definitely there. You just got to uh, type in my the, name. With the PH. With the PH. Yeah, with the PH. Like, Please, with like the that PH. balance. You have to. Yep, hell yeah. Keep that shit balanced, boy. All right, Nick. My turn. What the fuck? Speech, speech, speech. <laughs> I had a dream. Um, thank you for listening to this 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 podcast. Uh, I, I do not recommend watching the movie. But if you want to watch the movie, go ahead. I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to uh, mentally slap you um, over the phone shit. Um, so pretty much that whole movie was uh, you went in in there um, – that's that movie was where <laughs> you went in. Your dreams were dead in that that theater, pretty much. Uh, I have no idea what I'm going on about, but anyways, you follow me at uh, at Nicky Twenty Three Thirteen on Twitter and Instagram. Can you can put me on your list, man? The people you want to fight. So, oh, I want to fight. You, I, I want to fight you for me. 
Can you put him on the fucking list, Franco? Can you put him on the? Can you put him on top of the list? website? The very top. Yeah, the first fight is me and Nick. This is so sad. Can, can we name the list after? For, for the record, I, I want I want I you want, want the uh, Mr. Fuentes' song, uh, the Friday's 14th. So don't give it to Manny, give it to me, please. Oh, you'll get it. You'll get it. Make sure to sign that shit as well. Anyways, I'll take a shit in it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram, Friday's 14th podcast. Uh, Facebook, Friday 14 Podcast. Follow our YouTube. Subscribe there, Friday the 14th Podcast. We also made a slasher, which is at Friday the 14th. No podcast on that one. So follow us there, too, if you like slasher. And uh, follow me, wherever the fuck you want to follow me at, Franco Zemo Sewa or Wrestling Tacos. I do a lot of shit. I talk into mics. I make videos. I do a whole bunch of shit. Also, shout all out the time. Of music. So, yeah, follow me on all that. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Uh, thanks for listening. And, uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, go ahead I already pretty much closed out. You can find me on all social medias at Mr. Fuentes361. Um, pretty much Twitter, Instagram. Um, you have to, like, actually search for me on YouTube. But that's pretty much it. Hope you're staying safe in this uh, quarantine time. And I hope things get back to normal soon because life is kind of cramped being inside. That's pretty much it. We'll catch y'all guys. In two weeks, I believe May twentieth. I want to say, Thank but don't quote so me much. on that. Bye. Uh, other than that, Manny, I will help you fight those people because I love you. Bye. Peace. Bye. Peace. Game over. Being dead wasn't a problem, but being forgotten—now that's a bitch. Surprise, Sydney. I can't come back if nobody remembers me.